0: Hello, my wonderful acupuncturist listeners, and welcome to the final episode of 2023. If you had told me at the beginning of the year that I would have published 20 episodes in this podcast, well, I probably would have said, yeah, I did. (laughs) But that's because I had big plans for this podcast and I've had a lot to share and there's been a lot to say. So I'm really, really stoked that we've been able to deliver these 20 episodes this year. We've even had 11 interviews. I'm really proud of this dialogue and the conversations we've been able to have and things that are so thought-provoking and stimulated change, stimulated a different uh, perspective because we're normalising conversations around running your practice, not just being in practice. So as we approach the pointy end of the year, it's time to make a plan for your festive season and the summer season. Now, it's really easy to just limp to the finish line and go, okay, that's it. And I've got my week off. But when we set our intention and make a plan, we can get our ideas out. And when we get our ideas out, we can get clear on what we want to do, what we actually want to do. What do we have ideas that we want to roll out? You know, what offers do we want to promote? Um, You know, how do we want to plan our breaks? So by doing this, we avoid burnout, all right? We remain booked. We remain planned. When we do this, our offers are more successful. Um, you know, Our promotions are more successful. When we do this, things keep turning. If we just stay in our clinics and we don't give this a matter of thought, then it's really hard to implement things on the fly and make them successful and worth your effort and worth your time. And that's the key here. The key here is to be able to benefit from... Uh, a little planning uh, and a few ideas that you want so that you can benefit from them and they pay off. Um, And this is the key, the key to successful festive season efforts and taking a break as well because when you're self-employed, well, especially when you're self-employed, you're it. So if this is all on you, uh, we want to talk about this impending festive season and what you're planning to do. Now, you might be saying, Mandy, it's already early December, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to you now because this is the time when people are starting to think, oh, I've realized I haven't done something or people are a little bit jaded by um, Black Friday sales and so they're not sure if this is something that's for them. Well, I'm putting this podcast here now so that these are things that you can implement. So if you haven't thought about it yet, I'm going to give you some super easy ideas of things that you can implement with very little effort that can form part of your end-of-year strategy. But if this all feels too hard, that's fine too. Um, if there's, there's there's no bandwidth left, then that's fine. If you're absolutely done, just treat your patience and take your rest and look at these ideas as things to implement at another time. Don't feel you have to do any of this just because I'm talking about it. Um, and don't feel you have to do all of them either. You can just pick one or none. There's no pressure here. Uh, maybe you just bank these ideas for next year. That's totally fine too. But if you've got a bit of mojo, and you wanna put in a little bit of effort to make some changes or to make some some plans for the end of the year, then you can implement these things pretty simply. So with that, I bring you my top business ideas for the Christmas season. So the first thing I wanna ask you is, have you rolled out end of year treatment plans with your existing patients? And what I mean by that is you don't have to have offered a particular deal or a special. Um, I do from October to December. Um, We have a a plan with our treatment plan with our patients. If they're regular patients who would ordinarily be coming um, but are starting to stretch their appointments out because their health fund's finished or money's getting tight or they're choosing Christmas over their health, whatever their circumstance might be, but you're wanting to maintain a level of frequency with them if they book their appointments ahead so that they have their schedule, then they get them at 10% off. That's an incentive we give people at the end of the year to stay planned, but it also means they have a far higher likelihood of maintaining their appointments. Now, there's lots of people who do this all year long with treatment plans, so this might not be new to you, but I don't run treatment plans in that way as a rule, unless it's cosmetic work where I want to see people weekly for a particular treatment um, frequency. That's just the way that I run. However, I really like it as a business tip at the end of the year, when you're really wanting to maintain your appointment book before people drift out. And this is a really handy way to do that. That's still very genuinely about the need for treatment. You're not booking people in for the sake. This is an appointment they would already make, but you're making them schedule them in person with you um, or online if they want to for whatever frequency they would normally have towards the end of the year, that you're going to give them those appointments at a slightly discounted rate. Or, I mean, I tell people not to discount, but I think that in terms of a treatment plan or a treatment pack, this is somewhere where it's um, it's quite advantageous for your patients as well as for you because you're going to see that patient three times or six times or however many appointments you're scheduling rather than maybe they come once or twice before the end of the year. So this is just one of the ideas that I really like um, is promoting your patients to, encouraging your patients to book their treatment plan out for the year so that it happens sustainably and you have a far higher likelihood of seeing your patients right through until the end. Okay, so tip number two is run a giveaway. Run a giveaway to boost the followers and engagement on your social media. So if you've just launched your page or your page has been going for a little while and you've got a handful of patients on there and it's going okay, it's trickling away and you're you're putting a lot of content out there, a way to boost your followers and in your engagement locally is to run a giveaway. Now this giveaway is going to be your service or a product or a service and a product, depending on what you offer. Um, And the idea is that it's bringing people into your clinic. So that's the first part of the giveaway is that you're giving away your time or your product as 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 the prize. But the second element to this is that you're generating an increase in your followers because people have to actively follow you in order to be part of the giveaway, right? So I will include a um, a caption in the show notes that is Instagram compliant so that you are making sure that your wording is accurate and correct for Instagram's requirements um, so that you don't... Um, you don't get you don't get don't get in trouble for not being endorsed or something like that um, but essentially and um a, a giveaway is a really great way to boost your engagement and boost your following um, and it, because it means that your, your followers have to tag somebody um in order to be part of the um to be um, eligible for being in the running for the prize. so for example you can run a giveaway you create a tile on canva or you take a photo of your clinic or you take a photo of you or you take a photo of your needles or you take a photo of the product that you're going to give away whatever the whatever the item might be you put the words giveaway on it or festive giveaway or christmas eve giveaway or whatever you would like to describe it as and then you tell people there's going to be a giveaway but you don't tell them you, you don't you don't launch it that day you build up to that So you give them a little bit of notice. You say, okay, we're going to have a giveaway really soon. Stay tuned um, because when the giveaway happens, um, you're going to have four days or three days or five days. You give them a really short time where they have to act and they have to act quickly because if you give them weeks, they're not going to engage. They're going to go, oh, yeah, I need to get back to that. I'll do that. No, no, three, four, five days max. Don't give them a long lead time. And what you're asking from them is that if to go into the running to win this amazing prize, whatever your prize or your offering might be, to go into the running to win this prize, you need to be. Following the Shengworks Perth Chinese Medicine Clinic, you need to tag a friend, you need to like this post and you need to share it, right? So they need to do four things. They need to be following you already. They need to like the post, which strengthens strengthens the post, and they need to tag a friend underneath it and then share it to their stories. So when they do that, it means that the engagement level is really, really high, but it also means that more of Instagram sees it because people are commenting on it and when Instagram sees a post that has high engagement, it pushes your content up in the newsfeed, right? You make sure that you have really strong hashtags on this post so that it has the capacity to reach as many people as possible. And so by strengthening and increasing the engagement on this post, you have a far greater reach. The bigger the reach, the higher the followers. The more followers, the bigger your audience and the opportunity for you to cultivate new leads for the new year. That's why doing a giveaway post at Christmas time is really handy. No one's thinking about you right now and starting a new a new con- relationship with a new practitioner a couple of weeks before Christmas. However, they've come into your field of view because someone who loves you has tagged them and says, "Oh, you should really see my acupuncturist. Here, she's got a giveaway follow." So having, your acup- having you, these uh, new followers following you, they're new in your audience, new in their field of view. When you start posting in the new year with the promotions of your regular services, they're in your field of view and vice versa. They're becoming aware of your services and your offering because they followed you because of a Christmas giveaway. This is a very clever way to reach your community and by asking your own followers to support the growth of your page and the awareness of your business. So it's a really great way for the word of mouth element that a giveaway can offer. So I strongly encourage you to do this. It's literally one tile that you need to create in Canva or, as I say, it can just be a picture that you've edited. The second thing is all you have to do is then tell your audience you're going to run a giveaway and then post about it. When you post the post, you promote it, you share it, you act on it, you comment on it, you comment on all the people who are commenting on it, saying congratulations, you're in the draw. You make sure you acknowledge every single person who comments on that post. And so then you draw your post when you say that you're going to draw your post, your engagement, um, you know, your giveaway, um, and you contact the winner. So really there's not a lot of work involved here other than to uh, post it and monitor the monitor the followers that engage in the post and um and add them to a a little spreadsheet and and run a um an automation of um you know like a random number selector that's it go live on your stories and tell people who who the winner is and this is a really great way to boost your following and boost your engagement so i highly encourage you to do this if you did nothing else um, at the end of the year so uh that's one that's number two Tip number three is to run a sale on your products. Um, This is a really great way to move stock off your shelves and it's a really great way to encourage people to try the things that you've been wanting them to try. Um, Products form a passive part of our income and when they're sitting on the shelf they're not making any money right so you've already outlaid for them in this quarter or this year why not try and resolve those expenses um, by capitalizing on a sale at the end of the year so you can run it as a percentage off you can run it as a dollar value off you can run them as packs or gift packs or make bundles Um, there's lots of different ways you can do this but it certainly enhances your bottom line so running a sale at the end of the year is a really great. Easy way, in the clinic, online, um, on your social media, however you'd like to do that, um, depending if you've got online store, if you don't have online store, if this is just an in-person thing, that's fine. Promote your online store, sorry, promote your your, um, sale on your social media. Um, That's easy. Uh, Which brings me to number four, actually. Number four is have you scheduled any emails to your patients to promote your offers, right? So if you haven't already, sit down, write yourself a really simple email, and promote what it is the offer that you're selling. Now, is it that you're running the giveaway? Because if it is, link the link the um, your social media handle in your email so that your patients can go straight to that post right that's really important so if you're going to schedule an email to promote your offers and you are running that giveaway make sure that there's an email specifically about the giveaway send it to your existing clients in case they're not already following you because some clients might not be following you yet so make sure that you send that email so that your patients have the greatest opportunity to capitalize on your offers right So if you're running the giveaway, that's one topic that you can put in your emails. If you're having a sale in your clinic on your products, you can do that. If you're running the treatment plan offer, you can promote that in your emails. And even that in itself can be the first email that you send. You could send an email two weeks later advising of your clinic closures, or you could send it in the same email. If you've decided you're just going to send a December clinic news, um, December update, uh, festive season update, whatever you'd like to call it. You can promote all of your offers, promote your sale, promote um, uh, the treatment plan if you're doing it, and then you can advise uh, your clinic opening hours and closing hours. What are you trying to push? Are you going to be here between Christmas and New Year? Are you taking a break later on? When can people benefit from your services? Because a lot of people will want to know if you're around because if they've got time off, they can actually come and see you. So there's a lot of people who will be interested if you are around between Christmas and New Year. So send that email anyway right don't not send one make sure that you advise people when you are there because then that will give a far greater insight for your patients that they know when you are in the clinic and when you're taking off and if they are if you are taking leave then you're encouraging your patients to either get in before you go or to schedule for when you're back so that your appointment book is already stacked for your return That you're not trying to fill it when you get back All right, so by sending this email, you're genuinely advising the people who care about your services the most. This is an informative email that A, promotes your services and your offers and B, advises them on when they can have treatment with you. This is important information. Okay, so number five, when are you taking that break? Like really consider it. If you've just been coasting through and you're still taking bookings, like, oh, just see how busy things are. I might take a day or two off. Be intentional about that. Don't coast through. Take yourself and your energy levels seriously and carve out a window. You don't have to take an entire week off. You don't have to have a huge amount of downtime if that's not what feels right right now. And if you need to work because of the bottom line, then you work, mate. Absolutely. You do you, and your circumstances are different to everybody else's. So, if that's what you need to do, then do that. But when are you taking that break? And if it's not now and it's not at Christmas time, when is your next break? Cut yourself some slack and plan it, and then carve it out in your appointment book so that it already can't be booked. By giving yourself this level of commitment, You also make it much easier to book your patients because you can say, okay, well, I'm not taking Christmas and New Year off. I'll be here right through those. I'll just be taking the public holidays off or I'm going to take a Saturday here or there or, you know, by articulating that with your patients, they understand. But then you can say, however, I'm taking off because this is a time when all of your patients want to know. They're interested. Oh, you're not taking time off at Christmas time. Well, when are you taking time off? Oh, okay, not till Easter. Cool, cool. All right. Well, then that gives us three or four months where we can do X, Y and Z especially if you're working with people on a fertility journey, on a pain management journey, on an endometriosis journey, on a skin journey, you can say, okay, well, I've got this amount of time to work with you, so let's let's set that up so that this is the, the treatment plan we can create, this is the work we're gonna do before I'm heading off for a break. It also gives your psyche a little bit of permission to go, yeah, I know how hard I'm working or what I'm gonna do in these times because I know what's coming and that's my downtime as well, that rejuvenation, that restorative. So number five is most definitely if you are not taking your break, plan it. If you are, articulate it so that your patients know. I hope that understand. I hope that comes through in the way that it's meant. <laughs> number six, are you taking a social media break? Heaps of people do. Heaps of people are like, yep, that's it. I'm signing out, turning off my notifications, I'm deleting the app from my phone for a month or whatever. That's fine, but it is the time where your patients will be on their couches with their turkey comas, scrolling and chilling out. So even though you're taking a social media holiday, your patients probably aren't. So this is your opportunity to stay front of mind with scheduled content so that you can take your marketing break, you can take your pause and your social media detox, but your marketing continues to work for you. And when you do that by scheduling and planning that content, your marketing continues to fill your appointment book when you are taking your break. And that's what we need it to do. This is the free marketing tool in the pocket of your hand. So use your social media, use your email marketing, schedule those things so that they happen for while you are taking your downtime, which means that you have more bookings upon your return to clinic. This can also be done in a fun way. You can also just research Christmas memes, Everybody loves a good Home Alone meme or, um, you know, um, uh, Elf going crazy in the, with the, um, the elevator lights. Um, you know, there's so many different ones that are really just so um, synonymous with Christmas and synonymous with the festive season and synonymous with burnout and emotional overwhelm and um, Chevy Chase lighting up the Christmas tree, lighting up his roof covered in Christmas lights. Whatever resonates with you and your audience, you can go nuts on those things and just schedule those kind of, um, you know, happy-go-lucky kind of means. Or you can schedule content that's really about mental health and mental well-being and and permission. Um, Whatever resonates with your audience, think about that. Think about how you're marketing when you're taking a break. What do your patients need to see that will either entertain them, inspire them, educate them or encourage them to book with you? So that's what you're marketing between Christmas and New Year when you're wanting that social media holiday. Take the holiday, but book that that stuff in so that it's done and it continues to work for you when you're taking your break. Number seven, review. If you haven't already considered it, the time to work on implementing change is before you want to change it. Right? If you wait until January for the things that you want to change, then you're probably not going to start looking at it until January, then you're probably not going to roll it out until February. It is easier to sit down, carve out an admin morning and make those changes, make those decisions, set up what you need to do so that those changes can happen from the first week in January when you go back to work or or roll them out in those first weeks in January. Now this could be your fee structure right have you been wanting to implement changes at time of course you know the answer with me is yes it's always time to change your fees everyone expects it this is not about making you more expensive this is about making sure that your fees are covering the expenses of running your practice and providing the income that you need them to in order to continue to be a self-employed private practitioner right That's what your fees are about. I have another whole lesson, another whole podcast episode discussing fees, but this is just something I want you to consider now. If you are intending to increase your fees in January, this is the time to look at it now and schedule it. Create yourself an email that you're going to um, advise your new patients. Set a date in your calendar so that you can go into your online clinic management software and edit your pricing so that it affects for all of your new patients when they book. Consider how you do this so that it is a structured, implemented, not a haphazard thing. It's not that, oh, I'll do that part today and then I'll send the email tomorrow and then I'll put a social media post out. Oh, but the patients who've already got an appointment, how am I going to do that? No, no, no. Be really measured about it. I'm going to make this decision. It's from this date. I advise prior to that date of when that date is. And I sent an email that's going to, I'm going to schedule an email that goes out with the notice that from this date, the fee will be this much more then you do the same thing with your email, with your social media. Copy that email content, make it a social media post. As of the 1st of such and such or the 20th of this month or whatever the date might be that feels right to you, our clinical consultation fees and product fees will be going up to this much. That's it. This is also relevant for your clinic hours. Are they changing next year? Have you wanted to change your clinic fees, a clinic hours? Are you looking at adding saturdays or reducing monday afternoons or doing five hour shifts instead of seven hour shifts whatever those hours are going to be this is an email this is information this is um, content this is advice but it's decisions you need to sit down and nut out you need to edit your clinico or your jane or your um, your, your email software uh your sorry your booking software you need to edit your google maps a uh, google calendar gosh my words today guys by editing and updating and planning and setting the intention from a certain date, you work backwards from there and it's really easy. People can't outbook you. People can't book into the wrong day or time and go, oh, no, I haven't done that there yet. Do it right the first time. So if you're going to change your hours, sit down, figure out what that is now and roll it out for January or maybe you're waiting until February. I'm waiting until February to change my hours based on the kids' school, based on the kids' external activities, things like that. So that's the way that I do it. I wait until January to change the hours, but that's me. But then I'm giving people a month's notice that from February, whatever, this is what the days and the hours will be. But that's measured, that's an intention and that's a planned rollout. This is what I'm talking about. The same thing is true for your services. Are you changing your services? Are you updating your services? Are you adding a service, reducing services? Refining what you offer? and how you offer it? Do you wanna change the way you do your herbal consults? Do you wanna start adding Moxa and Gua Sha to every consult? Or do you wanna take those things out? Then change your services and make it a menu, an offering an understanding from your patients that they know exactly what's involved in those consultations. And if they want this particular service, this is what it looks like now from 1st of January or, right? So really having some review and some intention about how much we're charging, how long we're working, and what we're doing in our working hours and then rolling that out rather than getting into it and then going actually i decided i'm not going to do that anymore so just being really clear about those intentions in that year review um, helps you to make change implementable when you need to rather than at the time when you oh no i'm not making those appointments anymore all of these are just ideas all right but these are my seven end of year ideas I want to remind you that if you need guidance on this stuff, you can do the year-in-review e-course. It's self-paced, it's a fabulous place to start and it's really, really helpful for articulating what you want for next year. The content guide is also there for you if you want to plan your socials and you want some more ideas and you want to get on top of that stuff so you can take your marketing break. So please, those, that information is also there. And so am I, all right? If you want one-on-one, tailored, judgment-free discussion so nut out your ideas or your challenges or what you're struggling with or your aspirations. Um, I'm right here and I absolutely love the clarity that comes out of doing one-on-ones. You come in with your ideas, you go out with a plan, reduce that overwhelm and you start to articulate what it is you actually want. I bloody love that. I'll add all the download links um, for our resources from the Biz Hub and also um, the booking link if you want to look at a one-on-one with me. Uh, they're all in. The, that'll all be in the show notes for you. As for me, what are my plans? Well, first up, I'll be heading off grid between Christmas and New Year. I'll be heading down south to the Carrie Tree Forests of Pemberton with my family for some much needed defrag and camping time. And then come January, I'll be rolling out my updated fees for my clinic to my patients and planning my hours for February, once I know what all the kids' school stuff is, so that everyone knows what's happening at ShengWorks. Meanwhile, I'll also be in prep mode for taking a guide to setting up clinic on the roadshow for February to Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne and Adelaide through February, which is super exciting, getting a chance to connect and do this one-day intensive with the new grads and next generation of incredible acupuncturists coming through the ranks. Can't wait. Uh, and I'm also putting the preliminary touches on the return of the Business of Practice Conference. We're so close to being able to release the juicy details for next year and I cannot wait. 2023 has been an absolute wild ride, Um, but now we need to rest. Make your plans and plan to rest. It's been an absolute pleasure to be in your ears, in your clinics, and in your goals and plans. This is exactly what I want from the Biz Hub, and I can't wait to do a whole lot more of it with you all next year. So until then, peace out.